Welcome to the Essential Oils and Herbal Apothecary. In each episode, we will highlight an essential oil or herb that may be used to optimize your health. Flip on your diffuser and bask in the beauty of aromatherapy and naturopathy. Hello everybody, this is Gregory with the Essential Oils and Female Holistic Health Apothecary. We renamed it. Welcome back with another episode. Today we're going to talk about compulsive shopping. Now, while compulsive shopping is not epidemic among just women, it certainly is something that is seen more in the zeitgeist as being a female-centric problem. But certainly men do it. I, I have an episode over at The Awakened Man, my other the, the, the flagship, where I talk about fantasy football addiction. It's about, I probably did that episode about a year and a half ago. So certainly an online poker, you see like the sports gambling is more of the, of the man's problem, but the women, it's more of shopping and you, and this is not necessarily a new phenomenon. You can go back and read the classic novel, Madame Bovary, which was published probably around 1860 and Madame Bovary has an affair. She, it's an, it's a great book. It's an incredible read, but she's kind of this childish vain girl she gets married to a doctor she thinks she's going to have this lifestyle and it's certainly better than the lifestyle she had before but then she grows disenchanted with him because he's kind of a beta provider and then she rationalizes that she should have an affair she starts having an affair which opens up her life and she feels excited and, 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 and loves it and then she starts buying a bunch of stuff kind of behind her husband's back and then near the end of uh, the novel she's gotten so much debt and her lover she's had a succession of lovers have all left her that she ultimately kills herself and then the husband who is always the simp kills himself to her he dies dies from grief and then their poor child is an orphan the end <laughs> spoiler alert but certainly now with Amazon one-click shopping, uh, shopping addictions are much harder because, of course, in the past you would have to 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 go to a place to buy it. Or even in Madame Bovary's time, I mean, you they would bring you the cloths, they would bring you the clothes to your house, like these salespeople, and they would they would want you to be impulsive. But uh, now with with Amazon and and other outlets, the internet with one-click shopping, it's even worse. So, what shopping addiction? The Diagnostic and Statistical Manual, the DSM, which is like the mental health Bible, does not list shopping addiction or compulsive buying as a separate addiction. This makes it a little more challenging to diagnose, but they are in the DSM. People who are addicted to shopping are often preoccupied with it. While most spend money simply think, others simply think or plan to shop. They ideate, right? They just think and think and think. Kind of, like, kind of like other addictions, you know, like binge eating. Go to Confessions of an Open Child. I have a lot of episodes there about my binge eating childhood. And I remember just as a child, just being in school and just, just ideating on that Big Mac I was going to get after school. Just just thinking about how great are the... I'd actually have like zingers and ding-dongs talking to me. You know you want to eat me when you get home. And my parents used to lock the junk food in a cabinet with a bolt lock because <laughs> that was how bad, how addicted I was to food. And, of course, I'd break the lock, and they'd just be like, oh, mijito, don't do that. They would never punish me. And then they'd just put a new lock, and I'd, break, and I'd break the new one. Some characteristics of shopping addiction as opposed to normal shopping include what? Shopping that continually causes negative personal consequences such as debt and relationship problems. 
Brain preoccupied by shopping and spending time thinking about shopping instead of other pursuits. Feeling guilty or shamed about shopping. Concealing purchases or shopping. Being unable to quit shopping or thinking about shopping. (laughs) Continually using shopping to cope with negative emotions. Spending more money than one can afford. Madame Bovary. Consistently buying things that go unused. Man. So I've mentioned this in confessions. My mother was one of these. So when I was in high school, she suffered from depression, anxiety, and um, not the most maternal woman. We would drive all around Houston where I grew up to go to these malls. This was in the 80s. And she would give me $5 to go to the arcade. I'd be, we'd be there for two hours. But I would already have stolen $5 from her wallet. She wouldn't know. So I had $10 so I can go binge eat at the food court and then go to the arcade. She just let me roam around. I mean, I was like starting probably like 8, eight to 14. This was a pretty common phenomenon during the summer. Uh, of course, you know, because the other time I was at school. But she would just buy all these clothes. And then you'd go to our house. And I swear to you, every closet in every room had bags of stuff she never opened. You'd open my closet, clothes, bags from Macy's and stuff would fall from the top shelf. You go to the garage. You go to the the laundry room. Every room, I swear to you, every room. You go to her trunk. Her trunk. Sometimes she wouldn't even take this stuff out. It's not like she would even try it on. She just buy it and leave it in there. Why? Because it made her feel good. She was anxious and she would feel agitated. Just like with binge eating, just like with drinking, right? You just, you need it, you need it, you need it. I gotta have it, I gotta have it. Kind of like when you go to Cold Stone Creamery. You ever been to the ice cream place? The sizes are funny. They make me laugh. It's like it's like addicted people. It's like they have like it, which is small, love it, which is regular, and I gotta have it, which is large. Gotta have it. Like, like, like I'm a meth addict. I gotta have it. I gotta have it. So... I was the same way. I was fixated. I'd be like freaking out. Like later on, even after I lost my weight, I, you know, I still had bad disordered eating. I'd be at the drive-thru just screaming, just hurry up, hurry up. I need my bean burritos, my eight bean burritos. Hurry, hurry, hurry. And you'd be all agitated. Once you got the food that first bite, it would feel good. But then afterwards, the guilt and the shame kicked in. I'm a bad person. I'm a bad person. I'm a bad person. And then to fuel that guilt and shame and to abate it, you'd go back and eat more. And that's what shoppers do. A lot of this is kind of the same. But with shopping, certainly can have a negative effect. Now, most of the time, these women who are doing it, uh, they're married. So really, it's their husband who's the provisioner, and he's the one who suffers. And lots of times, the the the, the men will be like, now, now, you've spent $2,000, $2,000 on Amazon this month. You need to stop. And the woman will be like, yes, honey, I'll stop. But then she never stops, and he doesn't pass his shit test. And uh, he just allows it instead of putting on an allowance and taking away all her cards. People of all genders can experience addiction to shopping or buying. Most research estimates that 7% of people worldwide compulsively shop, though it's commonly understood that women are the highest percentage of shopping addictions. It's somewhat true. Women make up about 70% of compulsive shopping, though men make up a decent amount as well. And I already talked about that. They, Men aren't going to be going to stores and buying a bunch of polo shirts. You know, For them, it's going to be more of gambling and shopping, gambling and, and fantasy football, which I, I suppose you could call as shopping Despite the fact that all people of all genders may shop too much, 80 to 94% of people seeking treatment for compulsive buying are women. 2016 analysis argues that this may not be because of gender differences in shopping style. Instead, this may be due to an increased likelihood that women will recognize and seek help for a problem with shopping. 
I don't know. They'll recognize that the man will be like, you need to get help or I'm not paying for any of this crap anymore. A 1997 article analyzed compulsive shopping among women through a feminist lens. That article argues compulsive shopping is often compensatory in nature. Compensatory consumption is an attempt to overcome perceived or actual deficits in status. Relationships or self-perception in a sexist society, the article argues, compensatory compensation may be one way women cope with gender inequality. This is such nonsense. All of this has to do with early childhood trauma. Early, early childhood trauma. Look at my mom. Okay, so my mom. My mom is a Great Depression kid. She was born in 1940 in Mexico. My mom. Now, she doesn't really shop anymore. This, this, She somehow got over it. But my mom is the type of woman that she has a pretty decent pension. But if if it goes beneath sixty-five dollars to $70,000 in her checking account, she gets anxious. I'm like, Mom, why don't you invest that? Why don't we... Uh, I don't know. In a lot of it, she's she's a Great Depression baby. So I mean, like back then, the Great Depression hit Mexico too. Plus, they had all the the Cristero Wars and all these problems in the thirties and forties that she grew up with. Her parents grew up with. So you didn't know what was going to happen day in day out. So I I kind of understand from the the that de, that Great Depression generation, they're very frugal, right? And they're very nervous about money. So I can understand it with with her. While some analysis speculates that compulsive shopping may be genetic, no research has found a clear genetic link to compulsive buying. However, many people who shop compulsively have another mental health condition such as depression or an anxiety. No doubt. Right? It drives anxiety and then it, it, it subsumes anxiety, the shopping, for a little while, but not much. Despite a dearth of genetic research, compulsive shopping sometimes run in families. This may be because of parents and other caregiver models to children that shopping is a good way to relieve psychological distress. Yeah, I have a friend who's like, hey, you feeling down? Let's go to sex. And they buy hundreds of dollars of clothes. I, mean, I don't get the... I, I have some some people I know for, since since college, I should say. And they'll go to Saks or Neiman's and buy like one dress that's literally $500. And I'm like... I can't understand it. I just, I mean, they're wealthy, but at the same time, it's like, think of all the things you could do with that. I could buy, I don't know, a whole new wardrobe in $500 for a man. Or I could buy five really nice slacks. Or I could invest it. You know, I, I, that's a car payment. I get a new car, I get a car payment. I mean, there's just so much more. One dress. And then women wear it one time, and that's it. Because they think that someone in five years is going to remember that they wore it that one time. See, this is how men and women are so fundamentally different when it comes to shopping. Men can have like eight nice shirts and eight nice slacks, and then they just wash them at the end of the week and wear them again. Women, no, right? You got to have 50 new dresses, and every time you get a new dress, you don't. it's not like you throw away or give away the old dress. You keep them all. You keep them all. Plus, you got to accessorize with the shoes and the scarves and everything. Like that. Men, men, it's so much easier. But, but see, women get off the hook with that stuff, though. Because you could tell them, hey, why don't you just have seven? Why buy a $500 dress? Just get a $40 flower dress and just get more of those. And you could think think of all the, the more outfits that you could have at a cheaper price. But they'll say, well, no, but the clothes at Saks are made better. Therefore, they last longer and they fit better. So they're worth 10 times the price as you could get a Target dress. Maybe they are. I don't know. I'm not a woman. But from the male point of view, I just don't get shopping. I really just don't get it. But a lot of this is early childhood trauma. 
And when you have early childhood trauma in the view, in the form of either like child abuse, sexual abuse, physical abuse,、uh, neglect, whatever it is, you saw a bad car accident when you were five. There, there's, there's something that's kicked off a whack, so to speak. And、uh, like with me, it was food.、Right? I, I had an alcoholic, rageolic father. I had a depressed, neglectful mother, and so I wasn't getting my,、um, I guess my、um, nurturing. So I turned to food because food was easy when you're four or five. I can't turn to shopping when I'm four or five. But with other people,、uh, it, it's later. It's alcohol. It's、uh, compulsive sex, gambling, shopping, whatever it is, because they're trying to feed and fuel and fill a hole that they have that they have from childhood that they can't do. And so a lot of people, it's shopping. And so it's not surprising they have depression, and anxiety because all this stems from early childhood trauma, and they need to get it fixed. If you want more information on that, go to Confessions because I have like seventy episodes focusing on early childhood trauma and doing the deep work. So, what are some ways you can fix it? Well, like with a lot of addictions, you know, you got to go cold turkey. You can go to rehab. Hopefully,、uh, let me tell you. When I used to work, I used to work at a hospital that was about thirty miles away, and I know, and I, I'm sorry, I knew that I would stop at Burger King afterwards and buy like four Big Macs or four Whoppers. I mean, literally, I could scarf this crap down, and I would hide it from my my wife, my ex wife at the time, or my ex wife now. And so, what I would do is just not take my credit cards. I wouldn't take my credit cards, so when I drove home, it was much more relaxing because I didn't have to fight that temptation. That oh, I, I should get it. No, I shouldn't get. It. It's gonna make me fat. It's gonna make me feel bad. No, no, you want it. You want it. It's gonna make you. You need it. You need it. You need it. Make you feel better. But the problem was, even then, then at work, I'd be like, "Hey, bro, can I borrow a dollar?" I mean, it was so bad that I would go through the drawers of the doctor's desks to find loose change, just so I could get a ninety-nine cent burger somewhere, or maybe two of them. That's how bad it was. I mean, this is how bad it gets for people. I mean, you see the heroin addicts are on the street, and they 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 sh- they kill somebody because they're all doped up on drugs, but they need more money, so they they rob these people and accidentally kill them. I mean, this is the horror of addiction, which largely stems from early childhood trauma, PTSD, stuff like that. So, twelve steps program, like Debtors Anonymous.、Uh, you can take SSRIs, which I don't recommend because they increase your chances of killing yourself and other people, and weight gain, sexual dysfunction. Not a big fan of the drugs. Go over to the Waken Man. You can see all the old episodes about the drugs, big pharma, malfeasance.、Um, there's co- there's cognitive behavioral therapy, CBT, that helps you kind of connect your thoughts and emotions and behaviors, and identify them,、uh, and kind of change your actions based on that. Because a lot of people have painful emotions without shopping, right? And, and and it's a problem. So if you can kind of fix the emotions and thoughts that are tied to your thinking about shopping, it can help. It is a major problem, guys. And now with some people, they can control it. And like certainly, if you're wealthy, you can hide behind it. But、um, it's it's a major problem. We have a lot of credit card debt in America. I think the average American has about thirty thousand dollars of credit card debt. Some of that is medical stuff, but some of it is just over shopping. So, guys, really think about it. Identify it. Do the deep work. Look in the mirror. If you really think you're a compulsive shopper, get Amazon off of your phone. Stay away from your computer. I know it's hard, but if you're one of these people like my mom who doesn't even wear these clothes and you don't even need these clothes, or you're buying a bunch of clothes for your kids that your kids don't need, like your one-year-old doesn't need designer clothes and have a hundred different types of onesies, then care about yourself because ultimately, like with a lot of interventions, the people get mad, but they don't understand that the people in their life want to help them. But they just don't want to end their addiction. Like with me, when I was a teenager and I was 280 pounds, I loved the food more than I loved myself, and that's why I didn't want to get help. I got help, but I didn't want to do it because at that point, I loved the addiction more than I loved myself.
don't be that person. Guys, the website's Naturopathic Earth. Go check out all the articles that we have there. A lot of essential oil recipes, holistic health articles. If you want to help me out, there's a PayPal link in the episode notes of this episode. Click on and donate five ten dollars Also, I am an Amazon affiliate, so go to Naturopathic Earth. There's a link in the episode notes. Click on it. Click on Articles, and then click on the recipes. There's about 250 paleo-esque recipes. Click on that one of any of those articles to get to the recipe, and then click on the Amazon link to take you to Amazon because you can buy ingredients for that particular recipe. Uh, on Amazon, so I have a link. So click on that. It takes you to Amazon. Now from there, buy anything you want. We get a 2% commission at no expense to you, <laughs> which is kind of ironic because we're talking about compulsive shopping and I'm telling you to go to Amazon. Irony. Uh, also, <laughs> I have two books, Confessions of an Obi Shot and Revelations of a Weight Loss Warrior. Go check them out. If you want my backstory, uh, you can buy them on Amazon, paperback or Kindle. Please subscribe and post an honest review for this channel. If it, you're new to it, please post a review. I'd appreciate it. Also, go check out The Awakened Man. Post an honest review. Subscribe there. There's a lot of female-centric stuff in the early catalog. And go to Confessions of an Obi Shot and post an honest review and subscribe as well. Until next time, take care. Bye-bye. Visit our website at naturopathicearth.com for innumerable essential oil recipes, our Facebook page at Holistic Health News, and our Twitter and Instagram feeds at Holistic News Now. Spread the word about the benefits of aromatherapy, herbalism, and naturopathy. And remember our motto at Naturopathic Earth, let food be thine medicine, let nature be thy healer. Until next time.